Hello, and welcome to Drunk on Decoms, a podcast where we really stopped drinking, but we should have kept drinking. <laughs> this podcast should be called something else now, just like upset by decoms or like yes. <laughs> perturbed by decoms. Why do I subject myself to this every every week? Or in this case, after a short break. <laughs> <laughs> We've been busy. Yeah, we've been busy. We've had some stuff going on. Sorry to our... This is going to come out in order, though. It's going to go episode we recorded a month and a half ago, and then this one. Really? Yeah. You're welcome, everybody. But I am on vacation next week, so... Oh, yeah. There's not going to be anything. There's not going to be anything next week. Well, yeah, there will, because we're two behind. So... Oh. We're good. Just kidding. Who cares? We won't keep our fans waiting anymore. Except we probably will. Yeah, we definitely will. Something's gonna yes. come up. Yeah. So, do you want to talk? Do you want to do you want to say anything about this movie? Do you want to talk about this no. movie? Do no. You, no. All right. That's not. <laughs> what was it called? Zapped. This was called Zapped. Okay. Can I say something before we start? No. There's also a really bad '80s movie called Zapped. Okay. That I think has Scott Bayo. You know Scott Bayo? Rings a bell. I think he was on Happy Days. If someone said, do you know that person, I'd be like, is he like a senator? I No, I think he's the opposite of a senator. I think he's a he's a wacko. Is that the opposite of a senator? Yeah, well, all right. Yeah. Uh, Hot political take. <laughs> that's, why people come, that's why people come to this Disney Channel podcast for our hot political takes. <laughs> I just... <laughs> We're talking about Scott Bayo. There's a weird. So when I saw this on the list, I didn't know about the new movie, and I've never seen the old one, but I'm just like aware of it. Right. So for a second, I was like, "Is this a movie from the 1980s with Scott Bayo?" Mm-hmm. But no, turns out it's a movie where Zendaya gets the power to tell boys what to do because boys are dogs, but then she learns to treat boys as people. No, yeah, you can you can take it from there. Yeah, so basically, Zendaya, um, it's just been her and her mom. It opens at the wedding. Um, and they don't mom, specify what happened to the dad, right? No, they don't specify what happened to either of the, like, thing mm. parents. From In the Brady side. Bunch of this family, yeah. Yeah, a smaller version of the Brady Bunch because there's one girl. So Dead dad. Yeah, probably a dead dad. I'm calling um, it. And then, and then the other family, he killed his wife for life insurance money. Yeah, he killed his wife for life insurance money. That's how they afford the house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, we're at the wedding. Zendaya's mom is marrying a guy who has three boys and a boy dog. And it's like, oh, we've got to live with boys now. Great. And I get that. Yeah. But- and in her defense, they are awful. Yeah, they're loud and gross. They're like the most exaggerated version of what a boy is. Yeah. Like the wrong way. They're terrible. But in their defense, she says uh, in her speech at the wedding that her mom is her best friend, which is concerning. My mom, my best friend. I mean, you can be friends with your mom, but like to say that your mom is... And like she doesn't really have any friends until Mm -hmm. she goes to new school. Um, yeah. So she seems like a lonely person. She does uh, seem like a lonely person. 
sad. Um, There's a sadness there. <laughs> it really comes across in Zendaya's performance. <laughs> in her dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sadness in her uh, culturally appropriative dance moves. Where it's, we are jumping the gun so bad, nobody even knows what we're talking about. I don't um, know, that's fine. <laughs> so she moves in, her and her mom move into the house with the dad and the boys. And it's immediately chaos. Um, you know, dad's loud, he's a basketball coach. The oldest boy plays on the basketball team. The middle boy cooks really gross things. Um, and he's always like in the kitchen, and he's always making a mess. Um, and just in the kitchen and like just making gross foods. And then the littlest boy's just always making a mess, like in general. Mm -hmm. Like he's like pouring slushies into toilets and like shooting slushies out of toilets, going and playing in mud type stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know, they 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 cover in disgusting pancake batter on the first day of school. She does not change her outfit, which Yeah. She, she does not I have a hot take on the middle child, the cook, by the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they they play it off like this guy's a terrible cook uh, mm -hmm. who makes gross stuff. But I think he's like the Pablo Picasso of cooking in that he's clearly very talented because, you know, you have to be talented to, to have moved so far beyond cooking that he's doing what he's doing. He's just mixing things together. No, but he's very talented because later on when he's forced to, to cook like regularly, he's got it down. He doesn't need recipes. He's just going for it. Pablo Picasso. You heard it here first. He does avant-garde cooking. He does. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, basically she just like doesn't like living with them because they're loud and dirty and messy. She can't get ready in the morning, whatever. Um, so she goes to school and she meets this girl who has a tiny head and big hats. Um, Just constantly, constantly giant hats. On the first day of school, this girl looks at her and goes, do you want to be my friend? Which is how you make friends, um, if anyone didn't uh, know. For sure, that. yes. The first day you meet somebody, you look at them. That's how Adam and I became friends. Um, mm -hmm. Adam said, do you want to be my friend? And Adam fell backwards up some stairs and then he didn't talk to me for a reason. And then we were friends. Um, yeah, that's true. That's a true story. Except yeah. the part. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was years later. <laughs> we're still not friends yeah um that's established yeah but she wants to be on a dance squad i'm gonna skip a lot of stuff here oh i that's do want to bring that she can't find she keeps asking everyone like where's room 247 oh, uh yeah this is so annoying so basically first of all it's like 75 percent of the school is boys and the only people she ever interacts with except tiny head big hat girl are boys mm -hmm. and they're all very rude to her like or they yep. just blatantly ignore her which adam brought up a good point which is she is like hollywood level pretty yeah if, if you showed up at a high school even if it were 75 percent boys you looked like zendaya and you went up to a group and said hey where's this room i bet there'd be four boys at least from one group who were trying yes. to see where that room is yes like one boy literally farts on her yes <laughs> that's yeah. not gonna happen no, 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 no. You're, you're, no, not in high school. No. No. Like yeah. No, in high school, you're going to have boys just falling over. There, There's going to be fist fights. Yes. Just, just yeah. well, and she, and she also just can't figure out, and again, Adam said this, uh, second floor. When you get to the second yeah. floor, 
you look at this the room number and then you look right and left and see which way it goes up so if you come up the stairs and you're at 232 and mm -hmm. 233's that way and 231's that way you just walk to, towards the numbers getting higher and you'll find 247 eventually the problem though is that wouldn't have helped her in this case no, because the school had an east and west wing that had the same numbers, which also doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. That's not how schools work or buildings work. Each ha each wing would have to have over a hundred rooms on yeah. each floor to justify having an east and west wing with different with the same numbers, just east and west. And mm -hmm. this would not seem like it was that big. Um, and also, we should point out same school from uh, Invisible Sister. Yes. Same school. Um, but in Invisible Sister, they used up the whole car budget. So in this movie, no one drove anywhere in cars. Everyone nope, they walk everywhere. Mm -hmm. Even though it's very obviously the same, like very suburban, mm -hmm. like probably Los Angeles neighborhood. That, uh, oh, yeah. Here. Later when they're walking, when she's walking home with a character we'll get to later, uh, <laughs> they're walking in the street because there aren't sidewalks. No. This is not a walking community. No, there's just no car budget in this movie, or yep. kids didn't have a drive. Yeah, that's true. That could be an issue, too. Because usually the, they'll have at least one kid who you can tell knows how to drive enough to, like, drive up and down streets for shots. They mm -hmm. may not even have... You'd think they could teach a 16-year-old how to do that, but, like, they don't need to teach them how to drive on the highway. They just need to teach them, like, drive down this street. Straight down this street. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was um, Big Hat Girl, but her hat kept blocking her eyes, so she couldn't. Uh... Yeah, should we address Big Hat Girl's romantic relationship? Yeah, we will. Let me let's. let's okay, keep going. Then. Keep going. Fine, that's fine. So Zendaya's character wants to be on the dance team because, like, dance is her passion. Um, but she she's been talking to this character, who he looks like. Uh, I, if this reference may go over some people's heads, he kind of looks like, like a great value Brendan Urie, the lead singer of Panic at the Disco. He's kind of like, you know, dark haired, brown mm -hmm. eyes. Like, with some he's people, got a... you know, kind of like classically handsome, but I, he's kind of creepy to me for some reason. He gave up. Yeah, creepy. I get a weird vibe. Uh, he's also got a really dramatic widow's peak, which makes. Yeah, it comes real down. Yeah, real, real low. And he's got kind of an I'm 30 in high school vibe, which makes me think, and I said this as we watched, uh, that he is in a different film where he is undercover in a high school. He's a reporter reporting on what it's like to be a child in Los Angeles nowadays. Mm -hmm. Opposite Drew Barrymore. Yeah, they made him wear a beanie, which didn't help the hair situation. If they would have just like... He probably had, it looked like he had, like, longish hair on Yeah, it did. Just let him, like, wear his hair. Yeah. And I guess he didn't wear the hat in the one scene. No. Yeah, but here's the thing, too. The weather in this film is all over the place. Like, yes. the way people dress for the, so presumably it's L.A. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if they're pretending it's not L.A. Like, either way, that's fine. But you've got, basically, that dude's wearing a leather jacket with mm -hmm. the sleeves rolled up. Yes. In every scene. And he's got his hat. The girl, the one best friend has her hat pretty much mm -hmm. all the time. Uh, one or the other. She's got either a giant fedora or a, a hat similar to his. But like everybody else is wearing shorts or skirts. high-waisted skirts. Yes. Yes. 
so yeah, it doesn't. The weather well. all over the map. Just say. So this boy, they flirt with each other, and you come to find out that he's the ex-boyfriend of the head of the dance squad. She Zendaya goes to dance tryouts. There's pancake batter on her shoes from the boys making a mess in the morning. It didn't matter whether there was pancake batter on her shoes or not because she was not going to get on the dance dance floor. No, because sorry to interrupt again. This is yet another one of the of those instances in Disney films where they have installed a student in charge of a team yeah. and but allowed that student to try people out. Oh, go ahead. The basketball coach has, or the basketball team has a coach. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, why is, does the basketball team have a coach, but the dance team doesn't? I like it when they at least, like, explain it away, and they're like, you know, so-and-so's in charge, but she doesn't care. And, like, they cut to a teacher who's just, like, napping in the corner or something. They're, like, sitting in the teacher's arms playing yeah. software. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just do that, because it always takes me out of the movie. Right. It takes yeah. me out of the Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> the, you're so immersed in. I'm, yeah, it, it deeply immersed. So she doesn't get on, but she does get on the JV squad. Um, but you didn't actually have to audition to be on the JV squad. You just couldn't, like, show up. Um, yeah. And then uh, she gets home, and her dad is dead. Her dad is dead. Oh, okay. That's Did a sad because of the music box. Oh, you're so right. So she comes home. She has this music box. It plays the Nutcracker for some reason. Whatever they found that didn't. She's have a it. big fan of Tchaikovsky. Yeah. And um, so is her dad, dad. dad. Her dad had given it to her. Um, it has like a little ballerina on top. It's that classic. Like, this is why I wanted to be a dancer. Dad gave no, me the ballerina. Um. So she's like. You know, she. What is happening in this movie? I don't I, know. Um, so basically, the dog, Humphrey, he yeah. breaks the music box. Yeah, he seems to be targeting her. Yeah, he's sexist. Um, yeah. Humphrey is a misogynist, sorry. Um, seems like it. And she gets this app on her phone to give dogs commands. So basically, she says a word. And then this little dog whistle blows at a certain pitch, which means Humphrey understands like dogs language is like a dolphin language where they understand tones, which is not how dogs work. Um, Yes. But but this app was $9.99, which if you remember the Apple store back in 2014, when this movie came out, $9.99 is an expensive app. I still wouldn't spend it. No, absolutely not. I mean, it's still now, but... At the time, like everything was ninety nine cents. Their whole ad campaign was mm-hmm. like you can get any app for ninety nine cents and any song for ninety nine cents. Yeah. Then they made it a buck twenty nine for the good ones, and I don't know what it is now because everybody switched to Spotify. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Like- Spotify. <laughs> Let's all pray to Spotify. Oh Jesus Christ. Um- <laughs> Getting real religious. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoys our religious undertones in this episode. Just what you came here for. Um, so <laughs> she downloads that app. Humphrey then takes her phone. Yeah, because he's, he's like, no, nah, I don't care for this. 
He's a misogynist. Throws the phone in the bathtub. Then the little brother is swimming in the bathtub with swim trunks on. So he takes the phone and puts it in his towel and holds the towel and swings it around. And he's like, centrifugal force will get the water out, which is not how that works. No, it's not. No. So then he shoots the phone out the window and it lands in Humphrey's dog food. And then her and her mom put the phone into a bowl of rice. And they then, half put it into rice. They half put it into rice. I thought, I because the phone kept doing like these little like zappy things. Yep. With lightning on it, I thought she was gonna get like zapped and. Oh, she was gonna get zapped powers. No. Right. No. She wakes up the next morning and basically, I'm gonna skim over a lot of this because it gets really boring. It's it real boring. She just uses the phone. She figures out that she can tell boys what to do now. Just it, boys. Just boys. It doesn't work on girls. Um, so she just starts telling all the boys at the school who are on in the different boy cliques, because there's only boy cliques at this school, yes. that they need to act different ways. It's very, like, it functions very much on the, like, gender binary that boys are smelly and gross and like video games and mm-hmm. sports and girls are not things. Yep. It's weird. I don't like it. Um, no. So... And, you know, she kind of uses it. She also uses it on her family at home. She makes the little brother who's messy always want to clean things. The brother who makes the gross food makes good food, which we could argue is subjective because she says stop stop making stuff that's so gross. Mm-hmm. That's completely like... Yeah, he doesn't think the stuff he's making is gross. He could just continue to make the stuff he's making. I know, and then you could consider what like a picky eater would say is so gross, which would be like tomatoes or like mozzarella cheese so like what's gross what's not gross who knows um and then the one brother who plays on the basketball team he's like all over the place because he's like really like hyperactive almost yeah it seems like he's got some attentional stuff going on yeah and and to she's just like you need to focus but like him focusing is just him staring at like a lampshade like for hours which those are not the two extremes like no and that's basically torture like she is torturing people yeah she really is she's making people act in a way that is like unauthentic and just like how she wants them to act the whole thing is pretty it's pretty messed up yeah um and she's now like trying to work with the jv squad to like yeah do these dance moves well, the JV squad is her big hat girl and three boys. Mm-hmm. So obviously she's like, follow my lead. And they start dancing with her. Yes. We'll bring up the cultural appropriation now because this is about where it comes up. Okay. Do you want um, to bring it up? Do you I, want to bring it up? Okay, go for it. Yeah. So basically, um, the one boy, he's white. Um, he's like, I want to do this cultural dance of i don't want to mispronounce it maori maori it's a dance and they're they're from like new zealand right new zealand polynesia yeah yeah Um, and it's called is it the haka yeah it is the haka yeah and it's a a really like i've seen videos of it online like it's a super like spiritually like culturally Mm -hmm. important dance to these people very intimidating too yeah, it's very intimidating, but like it means a lot. There's a lot of meaning behind yes. you know, when they do it. They don't, you know, it has like cultural 
backing, which is like the whole, you know, definition of cultural appropriation is taking something that means, like has a deep meaning to a culture and then just being like, I'm going to talk about this in a Disney Channel version. There's a million other types of dance that don't have any yep. type of like deep yep. significance and they yep. chose that one um, and they triple down on it. So they will bring this up two more times. Yeah. Because um, he's like- time, oh. Each time you texted me, oh no, in all caps. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another time I text you, oh no, in all caps too, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, yeah, this happened to quite a few times in this movie. So basically she's like, no, we're not going to do that. So first Which is the right call. Which is the right call, and I just like to point that out. It's the right call for the wrong reason, though. Yeah, true. Yeah. She doesn't like shut it down because she just like is uninterested in his opinion. It's not yeah. because she's like, no, that's like a, a dance that we're not going to do. It's like, no, I don't care what you say right now. Um, that's true. Yeah. So they end up just dancing with her, and like the JV squad seems like they're as good as the varsity squad because they're all professional dancers. Continue. <laughs> Because they're all professional dancers. Yeah, correct. They've just given the other people some worse clothes. Oh, the the varsity squad's clothes were terrible. I was saying the JV squad had worse clothes. Oh, they all had bad clothes. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't paying attention to varsity. I was just looking at the dumb uh, clothes on the one kid in JV who wanted to do the haka. Yeah, that's true. But they dance. They, you know, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> then they <laughs> does go. not, no. None of it matters in the middle. Uh, they go to the vice principal or the principal at the school, and they're like, uh, Zendaya's character, I don't even know what her name is in this movie. Zendaya's character name does not matter. No, it doesn't matter at all. It does start with a Z, too. It's Zoe. So. It's Zoe. Oh, it's Zendaya. Um, and she... Yeah, let's call her Zendaya. Yeah, she goes to the principal and is like, we're as good as the varsity squad. And the principal's like, whatever and then yeah the principal does not care yeah. i respect and, it honestly yeah. she's like okay and then she's like yelling at some boys doing yoga because they made them do yoga instead of play video games and yeah. she's like don't like candles or incense in the hallway and then she's like that's fine you guys can have a dance off and they have a dance off so they're gonna have a dance off at the basketball game yes yeah. um but at this point zendaya has like change the personalities of like i would assume almost the entire male student population everybody except the one guy she likes yeah which is that's a, a little messed up a little messed uh, up so finally this you know rip off brendan yuri emo kid in the leather jacket he's so like mysterious and like eventually he asks her on a date they go on a date to a diner yeah it's a diner where they it's like a 1950s diner mm -hmm. um, where the uh, waitstaff roller skates inside. That's not which big. that's not a thing, right? No, that, no. That's like a that's like a car hop type thing. Like yeah, like that's like an outside thing. Yeah, not an inside thing. You're not um, doing that inside. Scuffing up the floors. Come on. But they go on a date. The date wasn't interesting in any way. Um, not even a little bit. He plays chess. That was meant to be the big reveal there. He's smart as well as a bad boy. Hot and smart. Doesn't exist. Um, thanks, Disney. Uh, so then they, this is when they walk home and they're literally like walking down a suburban yep. street that has curbs. There's no sidewalks. And she gets dropped off at this house that is way too nice. That, I forgot to mention that. That's why we think the um, 
stepdad killed his old yeah. wife because he's a teacher and a basketball coach at the school. Yeah. And it's like humongous, beautiful home. It's gigantic. So and Adam's falling asleep. Um, I am falling asleep. I'm very <laughs> tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. Um, one thing we didn't get into, the best friend's weird romantic relationship. Oh, uh, we do need to talk about that. With Charlie? Mm-hmm. His name Charlie or is the main guy's name Charlie? No, uh, Charlie. You're right. Okay. So, Charlie is very shy. And one of the first things Zendaya does, but uh, Zendaya's best friend likes Charlie, uh, is tell Charlie to talk about his feelings with the best friend. Yes. And then every subsequent time you see him, he is like whispering to her and hugging her from the side, always from the side. Never a front hug. Never front hug. Um, his outfits and his yeah. hair. There's was, some subtextual stuff going on there, I think. Yeah. Um, Maybe not even that subtextual. No, it just really seems like Charlie is, is, is not maybe straight. Yeah. Um, but it, the whole thing, it's strange. It's re- yes. And I don't know if it's just like the child actor did not do a good job of like not acting the way he would act in real life. Yeah. You could know, have been direction. They could have been like, don't hug straight on because you'll block the camera's view of our stars. That, that's exactly what it was. But like when he hugs her from the side, it just feels like that very uncomfortable, like high school, like yes. strange kids. Yeah. It's like a hug where like his shoulders are in, are hugging, but the rest yeah. of his body is like tensed up and very much like an, I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> kind of way yeah uh, that's fun um yeah there's really Real no solution to that plot no there isn't and that brings up another point that we'll get to keep going because i have a i have a big point i want to get to okay so then we get we're at the basketball game now is where i assume we are yeah that's fine who cares everybody's like messed up so like her stepdad is quiet he can't be loud even though he's the basketball coach like he can't yell because she made him be quiet and the brother who plays basketball, she's done several things to him now. Like, he's yeah. all jacked. Yeah, she's messing with him too much. Oh, I forgot to say, the evil girl finds out that she's controlling boys, and the evil girl steals her phone. That's, like, one of the only significant plot points that I put there. Yeah. So, we get to the basketball game, and everyone's messed up, and Zendaya's character has realized she can't, she's not, she doesn't know how to reverse what she's done to all the boys and men. And then the evil girl comes in, and she's just like, dance like the robot. Do yeah. it fine. And then she tells them to all bow down to her, which, hot take, kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of yeah, like in a In a different circumstance, yeah. Like, you know, it's evil. But like, you know, <laughs> who among us in that situation would not abuse that power? Oh, I would. Uh, yeah, you for sure would. Yeah, I would. Um. So, yeah, it's just like, you know, then it gets to a point where, like, I don't, are you going to talk about the, do you want to talk about the scout? Is that what you were going to talk about? Talk about, oh, no, that wasn't what I was going to talk about. Um, so, the, Zendaya finds out that there's a scout coming to look at her, uh, let's throw air quotes around it, brother, uh, 
yeah, stepbrother, but he later describes himself as her brother, which is weird. Uh, and so she rushes to the game to fix him so mm-hmm. he can play basketball well for the scout. Uh, and when she gets there, the announcer goes, all right, it's our first game of the season. We've got uh, a scout here uh, to look at the team, and they've been having a tr- trouble at practice. <laughs> yeah, like... like is he watching the practices? And if you're on the other team and, and you hear that, aren't you like, sick, this team's having trouble at practice. They're not doing very well. That's amazing for us. Yeah. Uh, so the scout, I guess, is then subjected to bowing down to this random high schooler. He's not sticking around after that. No. Because, like, finally, like, she gets... Something happens where, like, the power of family becomes so strong. <laughs> well, no, it can't be the power of family because the boy that she likes breaks through it too. Maybe they're related. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one by one, her family members break free of this evil girl's spell. Uh, yeah. And then also the boy that she likes does the same. And instead of going up to her and punching her in the face, which is what I would do in that situation, Mm-hmm. They they all start behaving like dogs. Yeah, like they're all down on their hands and knees and like rolling over and stuff. It's weird. It's um, real strange. It's a it's a, a and she's like, you're taking all the fun out of it. There's a lot of weird. I don't love. They they use the word obey a lot in this. They so. really do. Again, subtextually, I don't I don't care for it. <laughs> I don't love it. Um, no. Oh, and I forgot the craziest part. The part that made me really say, oh no. Right before the basketball game, um, the boy she likes, she oh has yeah, in her hand, and they're like arguing, and she yells, "Kiss me," which he has to do. Yeah, and I didn't like that. Like I could. If they wanted, to, you know what they should have done? They should have mm-hmm. established that if someone really doesn't want to do something, they don't have to do it right or something like that and just had him not do that yeah like if you're blatantly like taking advantage of people in a way like i mean that's yeah like, but like that part was just so like they didn't need to include it it didn't add anything to the plot it added nothing and it was just a weird assaulty undertone yep. that mm-hmm. i didn't love um at all yeah it's an understatement it made me very I agree yeah, terrible. And he so, like immediately like forgives her, which he is does. Weird. He does immediately forgive her. If someone would do that to me, I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm gonna pass on this one. I'm gonna, you know, there's a lot of people out there. I'm gonna. Right. Well, maybe he's the only one in the entire school who seems to realize that he's got movie star Zendaya at his, at the school. Nobody else could even care less. No. So basically, they yeah they all start and then. The girl with the big hat, she ends up being the person in the mascot costume and she tackles the mean girl. Yeah. And then everything just like goes back to normal. They they win the dance, the JV squad. They do the yes. Haka dance at the beginning. They it's very do. uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Transition into like a hip hop dance style. They should have just done a hip hop dance the whole time. Yes. Um they beat the varsity squad, so then they're going to represent um, the you know, school with states. Now, 
And that's where the movie ends, except for the post credit scene, which I'll talk about in a second. But so she undoes all of the commands by mm -hmm. getting the phone and saying, release. Yes, that's it. What if you had a command put on you and you're not at the game? Yeah, like you had some, you had a dentist appointment that night. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> not everyone in high school goes to basketball games. See, now you're thinking too hard about it. I'm just saying, there's a decent... Oh, and then the f she steps on the phone, the phone breaks. So mm -hmm. the end, like there's that. a decent amount of people out there who are probably still not themselves. She's ruined whole friend groups because like half of the friend group showed up to the basketball game and they go yep. back to being the way they were and the other half is still really into the thing she forced them to be into. Yep. They should have had the commands wear off after a while. That's what I thought. I thought that was how it worked. And then I realized things were like lasting for a long time. But yeah. like she said some things like go to the bathroom. Yeah. So like, is he, and then he almost pees his pants. Is he going to pee forever? It, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to try. <laughs> also, while we're on the subject of that, go to the bathroom. Literally, you walk to the nearest bathroom. Right. She didn't say pee your pants. Yeah. So if she said pee your pants, then you pee. Mm -hmm. But like, you have to be very specific here. Yes. And also, she could have done a better job of being specific with her commands so as not to ruin lives. Like, so, Jeannie she, was vague. Yes. She, yeah. To her dad, she could have said, be less loud at home. Right. Have solved that entire thing right there. I, the biggest, like, some of the most annoying things were, were just, like, him with the air horn in the morning. It's like, don't be loud in the morning. Yes. With her youngest brother, clean up your messes. Right. He didn't have to clean up after everybody. He just needed exactly. to, don't make messes. You know, clean up your messes. And then the middle brother, she should have just let him go because apparently he was a prodigy. Yeah. Or she could have just said, please don't cook me things I don't want. Exactly. Like Make you, enough food for yourself. Yes. Cook them for you and your brothers who apparently like them, but like, leave me out of it. That's fine. I'm just yeah. saying, like, seems seems like an opportunity missed for, for you know, putting some thought into it. But also, post-credits scene. So mm -hmm. we get through the, the credits. The credits are... And this is the only reason I stuck around. A gag reel of some very forced gags. Mm -hmm. Like, very obviously, they were like, hey, we need something for the gag reel. Can you mess up here? <laughs> so <laughs> Don't put your line right, Zendaya. We know you're perfect, and we know you're going to get it right. But just, like, yeah. mess this up for us. Actually, I don't think she had any mistakes in the gag reel. I think she was only, like, reacting to other people's mistakes. She's perfect. She's perfect. But uh, post credit scene... Two people who I don't think we've ever met. I don't remember them. I don't remember them at all. Mm -hmm. In the gym, cleaning up because they have Saturday detention. Okay. And he's cleaning and she's sitting on her phone. And he goes over to a trash can and picks the phone out of the trash can. The Zendaya phone. Yeah. That has been damaged. And she's like, that's trash. And he's like, hey, it might still work. And when he says that, it like lights up again. 
So is this phone like the video game Jumanji when it comes back? It's like Jumanji? It's just never right. going to die? Yeah. Have you seen the new Jumanjis? Uh, not the newest one, but I, I saw the one, the OG one. Not, well, I've seen the original, and then I saw the, yeah. the original Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Karen Gillan one. Correct. But I haven't seen the second one in that. Okay, it's all right. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and then the third, they're going to do another one, very obviously, and it's very predictable. Well, so, uh, do you have anything else to say about this movie? I feel like we talked about it as we recapped. Yeah, we really did. This was a long recap, but we got a lot of our points in. The, the plot was kind of all over the place. I, yeah. I feel like, I, I do want to say that one of the most problematic things to me was like, I just didn't understand why, like, why they had to present this, like, I'm trying to think how I want to word it, but why they presented this, like, gender versus gender the way they did, mm -hmm. and then at the end, you know, all that Zendaya's character has to say is, don't try to change boys. They're fine the way they are. Yeah. They were. Mm -mm. Like, no, they were terrible to her. What you did was wrong. Yes. You need to learn how to just handle situations and be like, hey, you need to stop acting like this. She needs to communicate better, I think, is the is the takeaway. Right. They need to listen yes. and like have some empathy and understanding for other people who are living yeah. in that now. And Absolutely. She, it, the, the point is not to be boys just who like are who they are. Don't, no, they're terrible. Yeah, those boys were bad. And yes. the, they needed to change their behavior. Not because they were boys. Just because they weren't... They were terrible. Right. Yeah. Because they were dicks. At the end of the day, it had nothing to do with, like, their genders. It had everything to do with just the way you act when you're at home with other people or the way you act at school to other people. This is like, a very binary film that I do not... I don't like it. There's... Because, you know, the, the... Maybe it's just that general consensus on sex and gender has changed mm -hmm. since 2014 uh in the public consciousness yeah perhaps but this is this film if you were going to make it today even seven years later is very different yeah i mean i just don't think it needed to be about gender at all like agreed i i don't know how they they could have done that yeah, she can just control everybody, but she just keeps using it against boys. Right. That yeah. makes sense. Because, yeah, it was, the whole movie was just weird in that way. And there's no yeah. there's no reason that it only works on boys. It doesn't, the app doesn't say only works on boy dogs. No, they could, well, they literally, like, the, the insinuation at one point is, well, boys are like dogs and girls are more catty. So if it, yeah, it's maybe it was a cat training app, it would have worked on women. Like, Yeah. Terrible. So, yeah, I just didn't. It, it covers ideas that other decoms cover a lot better, even if they're yes. like worse movies. The yes. concept is covered in a better way, like just getting along with the people. I mean, it's Freaky Friday, it's yep. Radio Rebel, just like actually not acting like a complete jerk to people either at home or at school. Yep, you can do it a million different ways, and they, I just don't think they did it well in this one. 
Hot take. I think Radio Rebel might be better than this. If you take out Zendaya, if you flip them, if you put Zendaya in Radio Rebel, and whoever mm -hmm. the heck was in Radio Rebel in this, Ready I think Radio ride. Rebel's a better film. <laughs> you're, you're at a loss for words. I hate them each for their own reason. But if I could, like, if you could have taken the writers who just actually wrote the script and the like lines and put them on Radio Rebel. The plot for Radio Rebel was just so bad. I will say this is one comparable to Radio the, the plot was all over the place. This was like Radio Rebel era where like they didn't do a good job of setting up like the typical storyline and it makes it feel like it's a lot longer. Um but yeah honestly I think if you would have put Zenday in Radio Rebel, Radio Rebel would have been better. Yeah. Like um, because Zendaya is the only redeeming thing about this film for me. Yeah, she's a good actress. Yeah, she's good. Like, it's very obvious why she broke out of Disney stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's better than almost every other kid that's around her, like, by yeah. a good bit. Yeah. And also, speaking of Radio Rebel, the brother, the stepbrother, is mm -hmm. the boy in Radio Rebel. Yeah, he is. He's in mm -hmm. a band. Yes. In Radio Rebel. Uh Fun fact about this film, on the IMDb page for this, uh, it says this is the only film Zendaya has starred in without Bella Thorne. So, must have missed her in both Spider-Man movies. I'm gonna say, that's just not true. Nope. That fact is probably from, like, 2014, the year it came I think out. it probably is. Yeah. Back when people were like, Zendaya and Bella Thorne, best friends. Best friends. Now they don't speak. Yeah. Uh, well, they've gone in different directions. They really have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is fine. Do you have anything else to say about this, or should we just jump into rating it? Yeah, I think we can rate it now. I think I've gotten my points across. Okay. Uh, what are we rating it out of? Hard How many... How many boys you'd like to mind control after watching this film? Correct. That's a good, I like that. Okay. I'm giving it one. I'm giving it one too. Yeah. 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 It's bad. It's just bad. There's, again, and I hate to keep saying this, Alley Cat Strike was a good movie. Alley Cat Strike, this movie should have only been maybe four or five spots above Radio Rebel. Yes. At best. Like, it, like, it yeah. should have been at the end of the list. Yeah, Alley Cat Strike is good. I don't understand the hate that movie got. I'm putting this out there. The, the person who wrote this Vulture article, if they ever find this podcast when it blows up, they're going to hate me. I'm they're putting this out they, um, they will, like, elevate things if somebody who's, like, has, like, a big name, mm -hmm. they'll pump it up the list. Like, yeah, oh, it's garbage. They, well, that doesn't mean it's a good movie. I'm um, sorry that none of the cast of Alley Cat Strike went on to do bigger things. They'd already peaked. They'd already achieved perfection with Alley Cat Strike, a movie in a, in a time that it's not clear what time it is. And with an age where I think they're in eighth grade, but I really don't know. And it's just terrific. It's a terrific film. It was good. Um, also, I think we should point out that we skipped a, a movie. On oh, yeah, we should talk about that. So we were supposed to watch, or were like slated to watch, what was it called? 
you wish, wish upon a star number 78 on the list yep um with Catherine heigl adam please explain why we the internet so it wasn't on disney plus which made me curious mm-hmm. so the internet so i looked it up the internet says that it's not a disney channel original movie it's a disney premiere what is it disney channel premiere feature access film. something like that yeah it's it's a uh, i'm looking it up it's a i have to scroll back through all of your angry texts whenever <laughs> sorry uh she got she was getting the guy to kiss her mm-hmm. i didn't like them you didn't like that you didn't care for it i did not uh okay it is nope still still gone okay <laughs> It's a Disney Channel premiere film. Yes, so it's so it, it, it pre it predates DComs. So we didn't have to watch it, and for that reason, we we chose not to. Yeah, it, it doesn't count. It's not a DCOM. Um, we're no. very strict about our definitions here. Uh, yes, we take it very seriously. Uh, so we chose not to watch it. Also, I knew it wasn't a DCOM right off the. We did watch probably the first oh, minute. Thirty seconds. Yeah. And the parents both had magazines, and it said something about sexual tension. And I said, this is not a Disney... Like, I knew immediately. Yeah, that's when I looked it up. Because it said something... There there was a song in the background, too, that said something about sex. It showed somebody shaving their legs, and I said, that's too much leg for Disney Channel. Yep. Yeah. Uh, You can tell it was just one of those movies that they made... It came out in 1996. They made it. It wasn't enough to go... To theaters. To theaters, so they just put it right on VHS tapes, yep. and they called it that, and someone at Vulture got confused, so I'm calling you out, Vulture. I think they might have played it on Disney. I think it was in the My Date with the President's Daughter. Yes. Era. Like, they were trying to push boundaries a little bit. They probably played it at, like, later in the evenings on, like... Yeah, like, they were like, we have this TV station, we want to put movies on it, we don't know if there's demand for that. So they like played some some stuff that they like weren't quite sure what to do with. Was 96 at that point, was Disney on almost everyone's TVs? Or was that still, you had to have special cable to get Disney Channel at the time? I I don't know. I had it. I, I don't know if other people did. You also had fencing in fourth grade, so. I did. I took fencing in fourth grade. We're gonna take at that the one. high school. I was very bad. Um, uh, I lost on a technicality because in fencing, you're required to keep your hand behind your head. And yeah. all I wanted to do was uh, put two hands on the sword there. You can't put it behind your back? No, you can put it behind your back. You have to keep it behind your body. And my right. issue was it just kept instinctively coming around. Right. Because I was... Yeah, and I was like gonna use it as a as a block. I was gonna block the other sword. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know because I was born in 1996. So. So yeah. All right. We get it. You're very. No reference there. All right. All right. So yeah, sorry that we skipped that one, but I'm not sorry because it seemed like not sorry at all. Sorry, Catherine Heigl. I'm sure who just loves to hear people talk about how great she is. So anyway, next week is Princess Protection Program. I've seen this one. We're finally the one that I've actually seen. Uh, we're going to probably have a couple that you've seen coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I'm... we're, we're going to, yeah, I think, ooh. 
I feel like how to build a better boy is going to be an issue. It's going to be the same as this. Yeah. I don't care for that. All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up, and uh, we can advance one week closer to that movie that's going to also suck. Someday we'll watch a good movie other than Alley Cat's Dragon Phantom of the Megaplex. Uh, yeah, man, Phantom of the Megaplex, another fun one. I'm waiting for another Halloween one. Yeah, I'm not looking for. I think there's some Christmas ones creeping up on us, and I'm they not. Definitely are. To the Christmas. You're not looking forward to them. Not in like June, no, or July. Yeah. Not even at Christmas. Christmas in July. That's a thing on ABC Family. I'm sorry, what's ABC Family called now? Freeform. What is it? It's Freeform. Freeform. No, that's garbage. It's ABC Family. You just stop calling it ABC Family because none of the shows were actually for families. It was all about teenagers having sex. Yeah, I watched Boy Meets World on that for like five years. And then they did Secret Life of the American Teenager and people were like, this show is not for families. <laughs> That's true. So they, well, I remember when they uh, when they changed from ABC Family to Freeform and they were like, still family friendly, but also not. Not your grandpa's family. Not your grandpa's family. Yeah, that was their, to that was their uh, tagline. It, was, it went over very well. Everyone just well, their grandpa's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. If you had to choose between your grandpa on Freeform, which brought you such TV shows as Secret Life of the American Teenager and uh, Kyle XY? Was that on that one? Was that a Nickelodeon? That a Nickelodeon? Man, Kyle XY. Really, I, I never saw an episode, but I think about that show at least once a month. I wish there was a podcast version of that hook that comes out on the stage and just pulls people off. <laughs> we need it's called you hanging up. He didn't have a belly button, Jory. I don't know what the deal was. All right. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I was too. I old. didn't watch it. But why did <laughs> and why did everyone care so much? Okay. All right. Don't watch this movie. It's bad. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.